We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hello Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed I'm James I'm Aaron. On our show we like to generally talk about things related to pop culture But sometimes not so pop culture That's true Um I think this is going to be, well, it'll be a little bit of, of UFO culture. Yeah. And a little bit of pop culture, I think. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about ghosts. Um, we are behind Ooh, the, the scenes. The waveform for that looked cool. Did it? Was yeah. it like wavy? Uh-huh. Cool, cool, cool. It's like... Nice. Like, you know how the jellyfish do like... Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um... Behind the scenes, we are recording this a little bit early so that we can record during uh, the daytime so that we don't get too spooked out. You can say it so that I don't get too spooked out. So Aaron doesn't get too spooked <laughs> out. <laughs> also, because Halloween is on a... We usually record on Tuesdays, right. and we're going to be trick-or-treating with our kids on Tuesdays. Right. To, all Tuesdays this yeah. month. Forever um, for Tuesdays. Yep, forever for Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> Halloween's on a Tuesday this year, so we can't record on Halloween. Right. But... James doesn't have to work today. Right. Because it's, it's Indigenous Peoples Day. Or um, as uh, Lucy, hi Lucy. Hi Lucy. Uh, has, has pointed out, we should just celebrate the director, Chris Columbus. That's First two Harry Potters, what? Home Alone movies. Yeah. Goonies, apparently. I didn't realize he did oh, Goonies. Yeah. Nor did I. So yeah, go watch a Chris Columbus movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm not, on, I'm not at work. Right. I'm here. So, so we're in my, in my office recording. Yes. During the day. It's bright and sunny. And just real hot. It's so hot outside. Oh my god, it's like walking through soup. Yeah, it it feels like an August day, and it's October. Hey, like, Mother not... Nature. Yeah. Put down the beer. Yes. You're drunk. Someone was like, for everyone who's like, where's the global warming? This. Yeah. This is it. Right. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Anyways, ghosts. Ghosts. Um, how do you want to kick things off? Um, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts? <clears throat> I know that question comes as a huge surprise. I am completely shocked, and I have prepared a statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that ghosts... I don't believe in outside forces haunting people. Okay. Or places. Okay. I believe in people having unresolved issues with people that they can't resolve their issues with. Okay. Like alive people being haunted by their pasts. Right. In such a way that it's like they're being haunted by a ghost. Okay. But they aren't actually being haunted by a, a ghost. Like it's not something you can catch. It's sort of like how, you know how people are like, um, one way to comfort like kids and just all people, um, if you're not going to go like the you'll go to heaven route right. is like as long as you remember someone, they live forever. Right. It's like that only if you are trying not to forget them, but like you have an unresolved thing with them. Right. That's sort of my best concept of a ghost. So how does that translate to say this family moves into this old house and weird shit starts happening when whatever the weird shit is doesn't seem to have anything to do with this family personally? This is where I'm the guy in the movie Who's like, there's an explanation for all of these things. Oh, so, okay. So so it's not ghosts throwing I, pies across the room. It's... Children. <laughs> <laughs> children. 
children hiding in the attic. Okay, fair. Pie throwing children. Right. Um, no, but I mean, like, like they're being like super quiet, sneaking, not making a sound. They know which which stairs creak and which ones don't. Uh-huh. They're being like, oh man, like the quiet, like quieter than children can actually be. Right. Are we sure that these are not pie throwing mice? Oh well, maybe one of the other. Well, <laughs> how'd they get the either? Well, it depends on the size of the pies, I suppose. Or the size of the mouse. Oh, that's true. And horrifying. you may not believe in ghosts, but you never said you didn't believe in dog-sized mice. That's true. Yeah, but so like it, it's funny like they're sneaking down and like they like the family has no idea that they're there. Uh-huh. And they sneak down to the kitchen and just throw a bunch of pies <laughs> and just like draw a whole bunch of attention. Um no, but I mean like I don't I think that there is more of a mixture of of your brain seeking patterns and trying to find explanations for things that maybe you have a bias about. Okay. Like it's an old like you never hear about ghosts in like new houses. Yeah. Because a new house doesn't have the idea of people lived here before. So, like, it's, again, that thing in your mind where it's, like, a place that's haunted. And I know that there are are myriad examples of, you know, we moved in. We didn't know the history. Then crazy stuff started happening. And then we found found out out the history. Right. Yeah. But I feel like a house that you're moving into that someone else has lived in before mm-hmm. already has with it a context of haunting. That's why people are like weirded out by like, you know, murder houses and stuff. Yeah. Cause it's like this, you know, this, this place looks fine, but I know that h- horrible stuff has happened here. I love that you're gesturing around this room that we are currently sitting in, in which I spend a good portion of my time. Listen, it's daylight. This house, this house that has been lived in by two other families prior to me. Yeah. Like, for instance, the haunting of my house is that there are lots more outlets than I might have put on the walls. Okay. The ghosts have put more outlets and, and I can plug in stuff. Um, the haunting of my house, then, is that we have all these light switches that don't do anything. Yeah, they, well, they, prob- they, they probably connect to some outlet, but we haven't figured out which one yet. Yeah, we, we uh, all connect to the, the scary ghost outlet upstairs. Right. You keep you you, you got to keep that off. That's that's how the ghosts get out. Uh, yeah. Um, the ghosts that don't exist. Right. Right. So that's my, where the pie throwing children sneak out. Of. That's how you let out the pie throwing children. Exactly. <laughs> that makes the pies. Yeah. This outlet makes them, oh man, an outlet that makes pies. That'd be a great outlet to have in your house. Dear Bob Vila. For real. Um, This old pie house. I'd watch it. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I guess that's sort of where I'm coming from. What about okay. you? Um, Yes and no. Okay. Like, I, I see where you're coming from. Uh-huh. I don't want to believe in ghosts. Okay. I would much rather think that it's, you know, that there are logical scientific explanations for everything. Yeah. But I think I must believe in them because I find them so scary. Okay. And I wouldn't be so scared of them if I didn't, if like on some level I didn't believe in it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I guess I get that. And But at the same time. I can sort of see the opposite though. Like I guess it would depend on the on the situation. But like I feel like not believing in something and seeing it would be way more scary than. Well, true. Believing in something and having a, th- and then I guess I guess it it comes down to experience. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I no. What you're saying makes sense. You know, you don't believe in ghosts. All of a sudden, pies start being thrown around your house. Right. 
and no children to be found. There are no children to be found, so what's throwing the pies? You're like, kids, I have um, my little pony figures, and no one comes running. It'd yep. be, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Scary. That would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> Random, but okay. <laughs> um, How do you lure ch- children? He asked, knowing how weird that sounds. <laughs> Candy. Like, what if you needed a child to come with you? Cut this. Cut this. <laughs> First you get a van. <laughs> First you, then get, you I, get a bunch of candy. I need a van that's soundproofed. <laughs> okay, sir, if you'll just write down your name and address and schedule, we'll... Uh... <laughs> For real. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to believe in it, but I think on some level I do. Okay. There's also... I, I had honestly always believed kind of consciously believed in ghosts okay. up until a few years ago when my brother died and then didn't haunt me. Right. Because he had always said that he, you know, if I die first, I'm haunting your ass. Right. And I believed him. Okay. So I have yet to be haunted by him. Right. Which either means he got real busy in the afterlife sure. and just hasn't worked it into his schedule yet or right. ghosts don't exist. Those right. are the only <laughs> those are the only two explanations <laughs> right. I right. can think of. He's getting around to it. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I mean, so I guess I have some I have some thoughts about the afterlife that I want to talk about later at the in the last segment of the show. Okay. Um but I guess my question for you is what is it that scares you so much? Horror movies. Okay. Honestly, so like okay. like the idea of and well, and so the story I'm going to tell you in a little bit. Okay. Um about an experience that Vanessa and I had in our apartment in college. Okay. Was not scary. It was weird and unsettling, but it did not scare me. Okay. I think the ghosts, quote unquote, that I'm afraid of yeah. are the ones that you see in, like, I know I've talked on the show about the movie 13 Ghosts, right. which is the most horrifying movie I have ever seen in my life. The yeah. ghosts in The Sixth Sense sure. are creepy. Right. Even the Misha Barton ones that are basically good right. are still creepy because... Ghosts. Ghosts and jump scares and vomit. Well, sure. I mean, ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. Ghosts. Right. <laughs> Excellent. We've got our ex- episode title. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to write that one down. Um, is it the lack of interactability? Maybe. I. Because, like, what. I don't know if it's necessarily that as much as it's the idea of there being a presence. Maybe, and, and maybe maybe the lack of interactability is, is part of that. The idea of there being a presence that you can sense, but you cannot see. Right. And to an extent, you can potentially interact with it. You could talk to it. Right. It could theoretically throw a pie at you in, in right. return. Right. But yeah, there's no, I guess, get real give and take there, right. there the way there is like with you being a presence sitting in front of me that we are having a conversation. Right. I have a big revelation for you right now. Are you a ghost? Yes. Ghosts are somewhat not as scary as I thought then. Thanks. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> he removes his head. <laughs> Podcasper. Podcast. Oh. I'll write that one down too. Because um, like something that, that could potentially freak me out is the idea that you can't close a door on a ghost. Yeah. You can't hit a ghost with something. Right. Like, there's no way to really, like... I mean, they can't hurt you, but they can scare you. Right. 
And, and sometimes became, I think that the psychological injury yeah. is worse than any physical injury. Right. I mean, yeah. not feeling safe in your own house because of an unexplained thing. Yeah. That you don't know what it is. Yeah. Hence why it's unexplained. Sure. Is like, I would rather just have somebody like break my arm. Uh huh. Like just hit me with a pipe and break my arm rather yeah. than follow me around invisibly, making me uncomfortable in my living space. Uh huh. I see that. I can see that. Have you ever. That's not an invitation for anybody <laughs> to break my arm with a pipe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Given those two specific options. <laughs> yes. Don't stalk her. Just break her arm. Yes. Um, here's a weird question. Have you ever been, um, had your house robbed? Or like, have you ever had like someone come into your house and take stuff? Not my house, my car. Okay. Did you feel weird driving your car afterwards? No. Okay. In there was a Calvin and Hobbes where they got robbed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an arc. And like... Um, the mom expressed like I, I, I feel like a very relatable concern of like I don't feel safe here tonight. Yeah. Um, Kristen, her apartment got robbed. I, I, I you've I th- told me I that think, story maybe on air. I, I think know. I've told yeah. it before. She was in the shower and with and Maddie had to be um, in her bedroom, mm-hmm. so the door was closed and Maddie would bark at anything. Yeah. Ever so basically the person didn't come into her room but she but the person went into every other room and took stuff right um and it, to me that's that's almost just as bad yeah as a ghost because it's like someone was here i didn't see them evidence is there that they were you know there's evidence that they were here right but i never saw them it's it feels like sort of the flip side of the same coin of a ghost like yeah an undetectable presence that affects your life yeah. That you don't see or interact with at all. I can see that. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that that sort of goes into my whole thing of like, they affected your life. And so, the, the you know, they've sort of haunted you in a way right. that it's like, what you, know, you have to deal with that. You have to sort of exercise, if you will, right. them from your own brain. Um, I think the other thing that scares me about ghosts is the concept of, as evidenced in all of these horror movies, the the concept of them looking the way they did when they died, sure, sure, um, is really unsettling to me. Like right. the idea of a person who had like the scariest ghost in the Sixth Sense was the little boy with the back of his head shot off, sure, because he looked completely normal until he turned around. Right. Also, there's just stuff about like I mean, kid ghosts are freaky, and right. Also, there had to be an entrance hole, right? So like, what's up with that? It, well, that may have been like, you know, because I think it was like kind of the the back oh, and side okay. of his head. So oh, the entrance okay. hole could have been like under his hair or whatever. Gotcha. Right. But it's not like he had a hole in the middle of his forehead right. to give you any warning that yeah. when he turned around, the yeah. back of his head was going to be gone. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I've seen Sixth Sense. Same. Yeah. I haven't seen it since high school, but yeah. sticks with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the idea of like, it's bad enough to just have an unsettling presence in your living space, but when that unsettling presence is also horrifying to look at. Right. Like in the event that you do see them. Right. Or you don't see them, but you know that they probably look super gross and bloody. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. So, okay. So I want to, I want to start our talk 
uh-huh. with that conversation. Yep. And let's move on to um, what I want to talk about was uh, starting off with movies where ghosts are bad and evil and malevolent. Okay. So you, we already talked about 13 Ghosts. Right. Um, Sixth Sense. Right. Um, there's also my, uh, I think it's the same director, uh, House on Haunted Hill. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he did House on Haunted Hill and then Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that one's really scares me, and that has sort of ghosts of like, um, they're in torment, like I guess sort of like an eternal torment or like a repetition yeah. of the same sort of, like seeing someone repeating the same sort of torment over and over again. Right. Um, is sort of a is sort of a disturbing image for me. Yeah. Um, then there's like uh um the paranormal activity. Right. Which is... I haven't I, seen those. Yeah. You never see the ghosts in those, right? You just see what the ghosts are doing. You see, like, there's one... The best... For me, the best 10 seconds of Paranormal Activity, I believe, is in three. Okay. They've set up this... And I think I've described this before, so bear with me. Sometimes things repeat in your life. Um, <laughs> um, they've set up this camera that is on a pivot between two rooms. Okay. Like a, the family room and the kitchen. Okay. So... It goes the, the the camera goes to the family room. Is it like an actual camera that like pans from yeah. one to the other, yeah. or just the screen changes? The, no, the idea. No, yeah, it's a it's a pan. Oh, okay. So it pans over to the family room. Okay. And it pans back, and this girl's doing her homework at the table. Right. Yeah. And then it pans back, and behind her is a is a person standing there with a sheet. Okay. And as it pans away, the last thing you see before it, it leaves the kitchen completely is the sheet drops. Okay. Right as the girl turns around. And then it, when it pans back, she's examining the sheet and stuff. Okay. So that's the most that you see of the ghost. Okay. And, like, the first one takes place, like, it's all, it's all you know, quote, unquote, true yeah. footage and stuff, found right. footage. Um, the first one just takes place, a guy sets up um, a camera in, in his bedroom. Okay. Um because his wife has uh, been like walking around and and, and, like he wants to videotape to show her later. Cause she's like, what are you talking about? Right. Okay. Um, and that's, see, and that's, that's a different, that's, that's something else. There's like possession. Right. And just uh, haunting. Was she possessed? Is that why she was walking around? Um, yeah. So I think, I I believe, um, basically like she and her sister, Three, like, there's this whole story. Okay. Their grandmother was a witch, stuff, stuff, stuff. Okay. So, like, there was a, they had sort of, like, this ghost attached to them. Okay. That would, like, possess them. It's, like, passed down through generations? Like, I think they were part of a ritual that their grandmother did. Oh, okay. But that wasn't until, like, four or three or four. Like, number, I, I I think the end of three is the scariest one of all because, like, they discover this grandma is in a coven and like the coven like is like doing stuff. And then all of a sudden the coven notices them and like starts coming in the house, but you see them marching past the window and then like the movie ends. Oh, so like cliffhanger it's well, no, I think that the the idea is that like that was all of the footage because they killed the people and right. Stopped the tape and then released it. It falls apart. It falls apart a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that kind of thing. That that kind of thing is where you can't see it, and like they're controlling. They like you can't interact with them, but they can interact with you right. via objects like right. pies or people. Is is scary. Right. Um, Exorcist was scary to you. 
No, Exorcist had unsettling imagery. Okay. Um, Like, you know, the head spinning around and like the way she looked, like that stupid poster on the back of the door in the boys' dressing room in high school freaked me right the hell out. Right. Um, But that was just like, she looked scary. Yeah. But the idea of possession. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm a dirty, rotten heathen. But like the idea of possession and like demons and stuff, that doesn't scare me at all because i don't believe in it yeah that that makes sense that makes sense but it's weird that i would believe in ghosts yeah but not in demonic possession they feel like on a spectrum to me yeah um yeah so um i think i mean there there are tons more spooky go- i mean like i yeah. guess the ghosts in ghostbusters are except for slimer i suppose all evil technically yeah I guess there's sort of a gray area there because, like, there is something to be said about, like, some of the ghosts were just doing, like, minding their own business. Yeah. But I guess those, I don't know. It's I've only seen Ghostbusters once. Yeah. And I didn't pay a ton of attention yeah. to it. I guess when they go to evil is when you call the Ghostbusters. I guess if you just have a ghost that's, like, just chilling. Yeah. It's fine. Like, there's one ghost in the first Ghostbusters that... Uh, Dan Aykroyd interacts with okay on the not cable version because okay. it's a it's a fellatio related ghost. Uh, oh, um, in well, the first ghost, yeah. how do I not remember that? Uh, when where did you see it on like a DVD? So, yeah, Kevin had. I, I don't know if we have the DVD downstairs or yeah. if he rented it from Amazon or something, but it wasn't like the cable version. Yeah, because um, well, I mean, basically he's sleeping. A ghost comes up and goes invisible, then his fly goes down, and then it goes up to his face and his, like, he makes a silly Dan Aykroyd eyes rolling back in head face. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So. Like I said, I didn't pay a ton of attention. Yeah. I kind of decided. It was during, like, a like a, uh, like a a montage. Okay. So, like, it, uh, like, of all the times not to pay attention, I can imagine mostly, like, I can imagine more likely than other scenarios you wouldn't. You would have been like, okay, and ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. Yeah. Well, also, it's. I don't know. I think I decided before watching it that it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I like. I had already kind of decided that I missed the boat by not seeing it when I was younger. Yeah. Um. Which is funny because it's like, not a kids like, movie. No, but one of those things where like it's got some nostalgia yeah, for people our sure. age. But if you didn't see it then, then it doesn't hold the same appeal. Yeah. Um. And Kevin was like, I can't believe you haven't seen this. We have to watch this. And I mean, I watched it, but yeah. I probably also was playing Candy Crush on my phone. Right. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. What Bill Murray movies do you like? I don't know if I've seen any. Interesting. Okay. And the thing I is... I think you might not like Bill Murray. Well, the thing is, I don't mind Bill Murray. I yeah. think he's a perfectly fine actor. I don't yeah. like a lot of the characters that he plays because yeah. they're not meant to be likable. Sure. But honestly, Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day are the only ones I can think of that I've seen. I can't pick. I can't imagine that you've seen Rushmore. No, um, I haven't seen Scrooge. I haven't seen any of his like later stuff. Uh, what about Bob? No. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Anyways. Yeah. That's... Maybe I just don't like. I mean, well, and I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily anything to do with him. I feel like it's maybe there was an era of movies, like you know, typically people who missed the Breakfast Club as teenagers try to watch it as an as adults, and they're like, yeah. I don't get this, right? And that seem, I feel like that holds true for most John Hughes movies. Like if I you can d- see that. Yeah, if you didn't 
discover it when it was when you were the target audience? I think it can be hard. I think that if you I feel like Ferris Bueller is pretty relatable. Like if you knew a kid like Ferris Bueller in yeah. high school, you can sort of relate to that. Yeah. You ba- it basically has to either give you nostalgia for John Hughes movies or connect with you in some way. Like if you yeah. identify with Cameron in Ferris Bueller, yeah. then I think it'll be f- you'll you know you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. If you identify with Bender, for instance, in Breakfast Club, yeah. Um, I think I think you'll be fine. But like, I think that it's it's a lot more likely for you not to identify with that kind of movie, right? Um, and I think that I think you're right. I think that there's a Bill Murray thing. There, there, like even like a, just a comedy thing. Yeah. Um, of a certain era where it's like, eh. That doesn't. Really... I, I think a comedy thing of a certain era is yeah. probably pretty accurate because all like there's that whole kind of you know all of the movies of that ilk. Yeah, Caddyshack, Animal House. Yeah, all these movies yeah. that I have seen parts of and been like, I don't feel like watching the rest right. of this. Right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So, but Anyways. ghosts. Yeah. So ghosts. Um, Scrooge has ghosts too. Yeah. Um, that's the ghosts in um. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol have never. I've never found them upsetting. Except, Probably because well, except for the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come. Yeah, and for me, who is supposed to be scary? Scary. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, here's a good uh, non-seasonal uh, topic. Uh huh. You know that uh, there's a Christmas song. I th- we may have talked about this last Christmas. That's like um, we'll tell ghost stories. It's like we'll sit around the fire and tell ghost stories. No. Uh, hold on a sec. I'm going to Google okay. this. Okay. Um, I will continue talking about A Christmas Carol while you do so. Okay. Like the... So Marley is unsettling. Sure. But not... Now, granted, the only Christmas carols I've seen have been a high school production, Mickey's Christmas Carol, right. and Muppet Christmas Carol. Right. So none of those are really scary. Um, but like Marley is scary because it is the ghost of a person that he knew. Right. And and that comes back to like the, the torment thing. Like yeah, exactly. He's in chains from the things that he did in his life. It's exactly. like a regret thing. But the ghost of Christmas past and the ghost of Christmas present are kind. Yeah. Like, or, or if not kind, they're at least not malevolent. Right. So, Yeah. Um, Did you find the song? Yeah, just so I, I actually thought of the line, but I wanted to make sure I got the song. And there's someone yelling. I know, I know. Um, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year. And the okay. line is, there will be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. Yeah. And whenever I think, whenever I hear that song, I think of a Christmas carol. And I'm like, was there a time when Christmas and ghost stories were more of a thing? Maybe. Because, like, Christmas Carol, and I think Christmas Carol was released with another Charles Dickens B-side that was also, <laughs> like, a holiday ghost thing. Okay. Call It was something called, like, Ghosts Holiday Adventure by Charles Dickens. By, by me, Char- Charles by Tra- Dickens. By me, Charles Dickens. Right. Um, but I think I think that, like, I mean, Christmas Carol got all the, like, Christmas Carol may have even been like the B side of that yeah. of that release. It may have been like something, and also I've included this this thing I called a Christmas Carol. Yeah, people were like, "Holy shit, that's an awesome story!" You know, like, um. But I think 
like I don't know if there was some sort of Victorian like tradition of like let's scare each other before we celebrate yeah. Jesus's birth or something, but like I might need to look that up yeah. later because like the that uh, Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens B side, and that song are the only time when I'm like ghosts and Christmas, and yeah, you know that that that's it, right? So I don't know, but um. That that always that always has confused me, mm-hmm. but that's a Christmas song. So yep, sure is. But like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was a genre that didn't take off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys, you know, like holiday ghost stories. And they're like, no, we're we're just gonna ha- tell like good ghost stories. And they're like, ah, oh, come on, I wrote a song. We have to start. It's a thing. They were just trying to like make uh, telling ghost stories at Christmas happen, but uh-huh. it's never gonna happen. It's not gonna ha- stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. Stop trying to make holiday ghost stories happen, Gretchen. It's never going to happen. Freaking Gretchen Dickens. Yep. Just trying to get some more of those sweet, sweet royalties. Yep. So let's show. I'm I'm good to move on. Yeah. Mostly there there are some there are some uh, some evil ghosts out there. There are. Yeah. Theoretically, the problem. Right. If you believe in them. Right. Although Jacob Marley, evil pie throwing children. Jacob Marley definitely fits into my idea of like. Oh yeah. Also, I heard. Um, well, all of it kind of does. Yeah. His I mean, Scrooge's, underlying guilt. Yeah, Scrooge's underlying guilt is yeah. what is tormenting him. Right. I'm sure that there have been myriad papers written about That's twice this twice. episode, James. I'm just using that turn of phrase myriad times. It's a good turn of phrase. Um. And by that I mean single word. Single word. Um. Right. Uh. I'm sure there have been lots of papers written yeah. about how the ghosts are just torment or whatever. But I also have heard that ghosts are a result of uh, when they're like, there's such an uptick in ghost stories right around like the turn of the century Mm -hmm. or like the end of the 19th century, Mm -hmm. because that was when uh, they had lamp lights. Yeah. And that ghosts are just a result of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, (laughs) like low level, just hallucinating because there are now poorly and i don't know if this is where the phrase gaslighting has come from so oh. like i'm not sure if if me saying ghosts aren't real they're just the gas making you think they are right. feels sort of like i'm gaslighting right but i've heard that because of like the and like in your house you'd have gaslights and stuff yep, yep. um that there were like low level leaks that were people were like, holy crap, ghosts everywhere. And then they got electric lights and like kind of ghosts chilled out a little bit. Stopped being a thing. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of undetectable presences that you, that affect your life and that you can't fight or whatever. Uh-huh. Carbon monoxide. There you go. The Also, right the, on. <laughs> there you go. Real life ghosts. <laughs> yep. All right. So do you have a story? I have a story. Okay. So senior year, Vanessa and I were roommates. Okay. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. And she, it uh, this was, it was the weirdest, like, it confused us, but we didn't find it scary. Yeah. At least I don't think we did. I don't remember either of us being like, this is really creepy and I don't want to sleep in my room by myself tonight. Right. So she had this necklace that was like... It wasn't a pendant, but it was like a chain with other chains coming off of it with stars on them. Okay. So it kind of looked like falling stars or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. And it went missing one day. Okay. 
and we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. We kind of assumed that maybe the cat had knocked it off of, I think she always put it on her nightstand. Mm -hmm. And so we looked under her bed. We looked under the nightstand. We kind of assumed that the cat had done something with it. Right. So I'm I'm trying to remember exactly how all of this went. So this necklace was gone for like a couple weeks. Okay. It may have actually, it may have been like first semester that it disappeared. Brandon may have still also been living with us at the time. Okay. But weeks and weeks after this necklace disappeared, she came home from like the gym or something. And I guess she had done laundry. And so she put a stack of folded clothes like like on a shelf in her closet, like folded jeans, and went to take a shower. And when she came back, she went into the closet and the necklace was pooled on top of the jeans that she had just placed there prior to getting into the shower. So she comes into my room and she's like, you found my necklace. And I'm like, nope. Huh. And so we decided that the only explanation was that the apartment was haunted. Uh The ghost's name was Gustav. Uh Gustav. Gustav. Um, And yeah, that that was kind of all that came of it. But we still don't know Hmm. what... And, like, it, it wasn't scary, but it was really unsettling because it's not like the necklace. I mean, the only thing we can think is maybe the necklace was caught on some piece of clothing that was hanging above the shelf that she put. And and putting the jeans down knocked and it loose enough to make it fall onto the jeans maybe? after she'd left. Maybe. That's yeah. the only thing that I can think of. But also, like, she was like, there wasn't, like, I, I wear the necklace. I take it off and put it on my nightstand. Yeah. And then when I get up in the morning, I put the necklace back on. It was like a necklace from her boyfriend at the time. And so she's like, you know, I don't want to break the chain or whatever by, you know, sleeping in it. So I take it off at night, put it on my nightstand, and it's one of the first things that I put on in the morning. Right. So she's like, I don't know. Like, I definitely remember. I, I, I would not have been wearing something and been like, oh, hey, I can't find my necklace. It must have gotten caught on my shirt and ripped off or something. The chain wasn't broken. The clasp was done. Huh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like she had taken off a sweater and the necklace came with it and she didn't notice. Right. It was like she took it off to go to bed and the next morning it was gone. Right. I have a question. Sure. How long do you think a necklace takes to pass through the digestive tract of a cat? Not as long as this necklace was missing. Okay. And also the necklace was clean. Okay. Follow up. How long do you think it takes for a necklace to pass through a digestive tract of a cat Uh and then for the cat to clean it and then discard it because it no longer smells like it onto a pair of jeans? Still longer. It's still not as long as the necklace was missing. Dang it. Okay. So do you think that you had a thief living under your bed for the whole semester that found out that he couldn't pawn the necklace yes and i think it was a ghost named gustav okay but living under the bed living under the bed right i prefer to think gustav the the ghost that doesn't understand the concept (laughs) right um (laughs) yeah i prefer to think living under vanessa's bed because living under my bed scares me right so yeah gustav lived in vanessa's room (laughs) okay but yeah it was just like it's just a really weird that is so weird because there were i mean and vanessa's as you know, a very logical-minded person. Yeah. So for her to be like, I don't know, I guess ghosts. Like, yeah. for Because, like, 
the explanation that 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 makes the most sense to me like the jeans were on a thing where there was like nothing above it or there were clothes above it i don't remember i think i think there were probably clothes like it was probably a shelf that was like underneath some shirts that were hanging up or something right like the the thing that, that makes the most sense to me is that it fell from one of those things right but how it got there is the, is the big mystery. Like right. either how did it get onto the jeans or how did it get above the jeans so that a jostling right. would, would shake them loose. Right. So that's weird. Yeah. Weird story. Ooh. Ooh. Let me tell you a little bit of a story. Yeah. Tell me a little bit of a story. So, um, a little preface to this. Sometimes when, um, Lila was a very small baby, we, we would hold her on our, like legs mm-hmm. facing us mm-hmm. um like head by your knees feet by your tummy right yeah. exactly sometimes when we would do that with lila she would look over our shoulders and be very and have a very serious and like wide-eyed look in her face okay like as if there was something mildly terrifying right over our shoulder uh-huh so that was always fun yeah um <laughs> And then your one... dogs never had reactions right at the time though right right okay um so then one day Lila told us that she was playing with her friend okay and that her friend's name was prison as in jail as in right yes. where, where you go after the trial right prison um we have confirmed that it's not prism like the thing that light mm-hmm. refracts through um or anything else that whatever. So first of all, I don't know how she got the word prison. Right. That was what I was going to ask. Yeah. Was yeah. that a word that she should have had any knowledge of at the time? No. And how she, old was she? She was two or three. Okay. She was uh, eloquent enough to tell us what was going on. Right. Um, but I don't think she was in school yet. Okay. And she was still like taking naps and stuff. Okay. Um, so, basically, prison became her playmate. Right. She would play in her room with prison. Prison lived in her closet, and okay. she was her sister. Okay. I remember this. Yeah. Um, then the stories about prison started to get a little weird. Uh, prison had a whole family that lived in a house uh, next door to ours. Okay. But they were constantly getting ready to move. Okay. Um, and prison would sometimes tell Lila to do things that Lila didn't want to do, like make mischief when Lila didn't want to. Right. We never saw any evidence of prison, but I've had people tell me that their theory is that prison... Oh, and prison had a brother. Yes, she did. I remember that. I haven't thought of the brother in, in years. Prison's brother was named Letters. Okay. So the theory that was posted to me was Prison was in prison. Uh-huh. And Letters was the bro- was her brother who wrote her Letters in prison. Okay. So maybe Letters wasn't even a presence there, but like was a presence in prison's life. Uh-huh. And she thought of him as Letters because that was how he communicated to her. And okay. she died in prison. Okay. So this was a theory posted to you by who? Uh, someone that I t- I've talked to about prison oh, okay. and letters before. I'm not sure. Maybe Mark. Okay. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. 
feels like a little bit too intense a dive for Mark, but they, I've had people like be like, I've been thinking about it. And okay. Here's what I've come up with. Okay. Um, which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about your your toddler daughter's weird ass ghost friend. Right. So yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I should say imaginary friend because at this point. Yeah, we don't really hear much about prison these days. Well, and I was going to say at this point in your story, right. you have not said the G word. Right. So it, I, I never have, like, Kristen and I always sort of were like, this is really weird, right? Like, she, like so if she knew something that we there was no way for her to know, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, yeah, prison taught me that. We're like, Okay, but seriously, how'd you learn that? <laughs> right. Because, like, she'd know words, she'd know concepts, she'd know whatever. And, like, sometimes kids, like, just learn. And this was, like, before she, like, really watched YouTube or, like. Right. Like, we basically were watching the things she was watching. So, like. Right. She'd come up with something and, like, I don't know. So, like, I've always had this sort of pet idea that maybe only children can see ghosts. Okay. And that. That's why, like, the dark scares them so, so much. Right. And uh, then once they reach a certain age, that sort of goes away. Sort of like uh, a la it. it. Right. Okay. But this is... I a... was reading It at the time that this was sort of, not oh. in full swing, but, like, It certainly had, like, a part to play in my ideas about about this whole thing. Okay. So, Yeah. It and was, it, does she remember prison? I don't know. I feel like prison is the sort of thing where if I said, do you remember prison? Which is a fun thing to say to uh-huh. your, your child daughter. <laughs> Six-year-old. Right. Um, I feel like she'd make something up. Okay. I feel like she'd be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. That's <laughs> a thing that we'll maybe never know is like where what what was up with that and like i wonder if you could ask her when she's a little bit older yeah like middle school or like late elementary school be like do you remember prison yeah that's like what was the deal with that yeah because i feel like by that point now lila is her own special brand of creative yeah so it's entirely possible that her brain would say oh right that imaginary friend you had right well we commit to the bit here. Right. So. Yeah. And then she would just go with it. Yeah. Um, or it's entirely possible that she would, you know, in a few years, her brand of creative will get a little less weird. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, that imaginary friend. Right. Because, like, it's entirely. She's always. One of her superpowers is, like, she hear Like, there's a difference between hearing and listening. But she hears so much. Yeah. Like, she takes in things that, like, she's not even in the room for. Yeah. So. It could be that she heard us like watching an SBU or right. uh, we used to get calls. Oh, that's interesting. When we had a landline, we would get calls from the prison. Oh. Uh, because of the number, speaking of, of haunting from the past, our, our landline number used to be this guy Clarence's number. Uh-huh. Um, and somebody in prison was right. like collect calling Clarence? Right. Oh. Yeah. So maybe that she heard. And they just never. That person just never figured out. Yeah. That, you know, for the fifty bajillionth time, Clarence doesn't live here. Right. It's like how uh, Kristen keeps getting emails about how her flight uh, to Buenos Aires. Oh. It keeps getting pushed back. Oh. (laughs) Like, for this has been like a year now. Like her, it keeps getting pushed back. 
Well, yeah. Um, maybe it's going to keep getting pushed back until she's ready to hop on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So like maybe she heard, maybe Lila heard us talking about the calls that we get from the prison right. or whatever. So it's entirely possible, but it's kind of fun to be like, or kids can see ghosts and then they just write it off when they're older. But ghosts don't exist, James. Well, or maybe they do. And I just can't see them. Okay. Who knows? That, so. I mean, that would make a lot more sense in terms of like, you know, like Amityville horror type or poltergeist or whatever right. type things where weird shit's happening around the house and the adults see the stuff that's happening, but right. they don't see what's causing right. it. But then why aren't their kids just like, it's the it's that ghost child. Well, it's that pack. It's that, that ghost we... child fl- yeah. throwing pies. Don't you see this ghost child here? <laughs> um, it's that, remember we've talked about before, the, that kid that made, that wrote a pact with her mom. If ever I say something super weird is going on, uh-huh. you have to believe me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. So, I mean, one thing that I can absolutely admit is that I don't know everything. Right. And we can't see everything. Right. And we can't detect everything. So, Correct. like, far be it from me to say absolutely no ghosts. Right. I think Occam's razor often can come into play and... It you know there are other explanations for things right, but for all I know there are extra dimensional beings, people caught in like a time loop over and over again, mm-hmm. um, that are flickering in and out of existence due to quantum phenomena or whatever that I'm just not experiencing, or that in the same way that like part of your hearing goes as you get older, mm-hmm. maybe part of your sight goes as you get older, and yeah, that who knows. I'm certainly not going to say absolutely not. Right. So I thought we'd close this week talking about nice ghosts. Okay. So sort of like a, kind of bring it in for the landing, I think. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Beetlejuice. Not Beetlejuice, but Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis in Beetlejuice. Right. Technically ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, well, literally ghosts. Yeah. Um, I think one thing about having a nice ghost is there's a weird kind of... I think it's perfect that Tim Burton did Beetlejuice. Mm -hmm. There's a weird Tim Burton-esque, like, there's something going on that's sinister behind the scenes here. Right. With nice ghosts, because they died. Yeah. So, like, the nicest ghost you can think of died. Uh Uh-huh. Like, Casper... Was still a dead kid. Right, exactly. Yeah. So there's a weird, like, like, weirdness to that, and sort of, like, kind of an eerie, like, you know... Smiling too wide sort of deal. Um, But I think that, uh, like, I think that one of the things that made Beetlejuice, now, don't show it to your six-year-old like I was shown and had nightmares, but something for, like, a 10-year-old to watch Mm -hmm. and and sort of get enjoyment out of is the bureaucracy and paperwork and, like, maybe not a 10-year-old, or maybe not this. Actually, maybe not this. But (laughs) a funny joke or concept in Beetlejuice is that the afterlife is just as much red tape as yeah. the before life. The actual life. The actual life. Um, and you know you have to fill out paperwork, and there are handbooks and supervisors right. and waiting rooms and stuff, even afterlife. And I think that was that was sort of what I thought of when you talked about your brother. Maybe he's just bogged down in paperwork <laughs> that he hasn't filled out yet. I mean, that <laughs> sounds really likely. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's haunted by his afterlife paperwork. Yeah. Um. 
I think that like there's Casper, there's uh, the ghosts of Hogwarts, uh huh, um, who are much more present in the books than the movies. Yep. Um, and I think those are very interesting because, like, I feel like was the were the Hogwarts because like Beetlejuice, it was their house, so that was where they they like felt safe or whatever. Right. But Hogwarts, it was I guess so. Like I think the opposite side of unresolved business mm-hmm. is like a sense of belonging, right? Or like loyalty, almost. Sure. Um, because like I feel like that's what's keeping the Hogwarts ghosts like there. Yeah, I almost the Hogwarts ghosts. I almost feel like they were. I mean, they didn't die at Hogwarts, right? They were like recruited to come. Yeah. Like, hey, so you're a ghost. Yeah. You want a job? Right. But what was their job? Like, what was Nearly Headless Nick's job? He was like... Tour guide? He was kind of like the Gryffindor's advisor. Like, a, yeah, like almost like a guidance counselor. Or like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, McGonagall was like their dean. Right. And he was like, yeah, like their guidance counselor. Right. Because, like, the, the, the Headless Hunt... Oh, no, that was... I was I, thinking of the name clarified what it was to me. Like, that wasn't heaven. That was just a cool thing that you can do if you don't have a head. Right. 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 Because yeah. he was near... Right. Um, and, like, I mean, Peeves was just a poltergeist. Right. We never, even in the books, never really found out anything about the other house's ghosts. There was the Baron. Yeah, there was the Bloody Baron. There was the White Lady. Yeah. Was she called the White Lady? Yeah. She was the Ravenclaw one, right? No, Bloody Baron was, Bloody Baron was Slytherin. Slytherin. The... The White Lady was... It can't have been the White Lady. I don't think it was called... I don't think her name was the White Lady. This lady named Kathleen. I'm not a ghost. I'm just pale. (laughs) I think the lady was Ravenclaw, and then um, the Fat Friar was Hufflepuff. Right, right, right. Um, I'm going to look up what she was called while you talk. I like the idea of the Bloody Baron being, um, like, as if in this children's book in America, he was called, like, the Fucking Baron. Like ah oh, the bloody baron yeah like <laughs> like I like the idea that it's it's both it's sort of a naughty thing the gray lady ah uh, see that's so much better than the white lady yeah so much better so yeah it is because like gray sort of has a like like she's been like kind of a librarian uh huh shout outs to all the librarians out there <laughs> I am so sorry for going you're like, all super gray right yeah they're. Let's just. You're all very old can, and dowdy. Can I make it up to you by saying all of you are super hot, men, women, and in between? All the librarians are super hot. Are we if, good? If gray, right? Perhaps just a little gray. <laughs> um, Fifty Shades of Gray oh. librarians. Um, I think you just offended them all again. <laughs> but uh, um, like the white lady sounds just like you know. Just well, I mean, there's some so many suburban mom. Yeah, there's so many ghost stories about like the lady in white. Yeah. Or the lady in sure. insert color here. I think it's usually white. Or that song, Lady in Red. Uh-huh. Which is about a ghost. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what if it is? Whoa. <laughs> it's dancing with me. Ah! <laughs> there was that... Because um, of the blood. The woman in black. Speak- speaking of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe was in The Woman in Black. Oh, right. And I think... I think that was based on a book. I think the guys on Overdue covered it. And I think I listened to that episode. Yeah. And I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure I listened to the episode, though. <laughs> this is the problem when you binge a whole bunch of a, sure. a show. Of, like, content that is content about other content. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of things. I think it was from one of their previous October. Right. Spooktobers. Right. So. So, um, in both Ghost Dad, which now problematically is stars Bill Cosby. Right. Um, and Ghost, a violent end, and then the ghost basically kind of still does their life, but as a ghost. Uh-huh. Um, you know, ghost, like, you know, ghost dad, I recall, he, like, still tries to parent his kids and, like. Right. It's I, Ghost from. It's been so long since I've seen ghost dad. Yeah. Ghost from ghost. Um, That's name crazy. Isn't, isn't Johnny, right? That's Dirty Dancing. That's Dirty Dancing. His name. Unless ghost is a sequel to Dirty Dancing. I mean, it might be. Dirty Dancing 2, Havana Haunting. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to look up what his name was while you keep talking. Havan a Haunting. Um, it was some, They said it in the movie. His name had something. It was some stupid name. Um, <laughs> but like... Sam? Yeah. His name was Sam. Yeah. You know. Um, but that so, stupid name. Stupid. Well, his last name was Wheat. Yeah. Like... Like, like the wheat. grain? Yes. Yeah. So... Sam Oats. Sam Barley. Uh-huh. Sam Rye. Um, Sam Wheat. Samurai. Wheat. Wheat. That's going to be real annoying for us. I listeners. think it's. I think it's a cool, a weird, cool concept that kind of makes ghosts less scary. The idea of a ghost just trying to like, I'm just trying to drink my coffee, man. Right. Like, I can't grab the cup. I can't ask you to grab me the cup. Like, right. I'm just trying to do my thing here. I'm, you know, I'm going to go to war. Like all this, like. Like that sort of like the afterlife paperwork sort of like take on it where it's yeah. like either, you know, life is over as, as Pete says on his, on his show, when he asks people basically if they believe in the afterlife, he says, so done over, mm-hmm. um, there's either that or there's an afterlife, but why wouldn't the afterlife just be like another, you know, another life, life too. Yeah. Um, and I think that that, that that's a fun thing to do. And I, I always like, um, movies and shows where it's like yeah i'm a ghost but like gotta fill out those taxes yeah like i'm just you know there's no haunting to be done i'm just living my i'm just trying to live my life as a ghost just leave me alone you know i'm sure that there's been it's been done like you know casper and ghostbusters i'm sure actually family guy feels like they've done a casper ghostbusters sort of situation probably but i don't know i think that there's there's an there's another take on ghosts where it's like they're all around, but like, you know, the guy next door's ghost passes through me every single day, right? Because he died on a battlefield in 1862, which is where my house is. But he's not haunting me; he's haunting right. the descendant of the of the person who lives, you know, two houses down or whatever. Right. The idea of like there are ghosts all around. It's just that like. They don't need, they're they're not interested in me. Right. I think that that's sort of a comforting thing in a way for me. I I, I find that terrifying that there are ghosts all around. Interested in me or not. Yeah. Like the thought that my house right now is just filled with ghosts. It's just like top, like floor to ceiling, wall to wall ghosts. Yeah. Like it's like a mosh pit of ghosts. Right. right. (laughs) If you could put on glasses, ghost glasses. A la thirteen ghosts. Is that what? Is that what mm-hmm. I forget? They have, yeah, they have special glasses. Yeah. That's yeah. why all the walls in the house are made of glass, uh, which right. 
I found problematic in like the scene where Shannon Elizabeth is washing her face in the bathroom made of glass walls. Right. I'm like, it's a good thing she's only washing her face. Right. Because. Or in another way, not. Like, if, if I can, if I can speak for the teenage boys in 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 in, in the room. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more like, what if she had to use the bathroom? Right. Well, glass walls. But, yeah, the walls are all glass so that when you put on the glasses, you can see all the ghosts in the house. I gotcha, yeah. So if you could put on glasses right now <laughs> and see ghosts. Hmm, I'm not trying to think of what the question is that I want to ask. Would I do it? Well, okay. Let's say you somehow were, this was a thing that, we were gonna, that you had decided you were going to do. Okay. Would it upset you more? To put them on and be like, your house is the Grand Central Station of ghosts. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the worst. Or there's no ghosts at all. Like. Oh, ghosts everywhere would be way more upsetting. Okay. I you, would love it if there were no ghosts You at wouldn't all. think that all the ghosts saw you putting on the glasses and went and are directly behind you? Well, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing the thing where, like, you turn and they're like. And they all move that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. And I turn back this way. Uh-huh. And they- they're putting like ghost kick me signs on you and stuff. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ghost kick. Um, <sighs> well, so now ghosts. that's the only thing I'm ever going to think of ever again. I'm glad we landed softly on the not uh-huh. scary part of the ghost. <laughs> yep. The not scary part of the ghost stories where um, they're all up in my house all the time all the... kicking me. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, did you did you hear my friend Liz from the Still Buffering group? Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. Uh, her story about like... Uh, her husband was on like he's like a comedian so he sort of goes on tour sometimes okay um and so she was alone in her house and like of like a glass vase broke in her kitchen no randomly okay and there was like like so she went downstairs and you know started cleaning it up there was it, it hadn't been on teetering on the edge there was no breaking object anywhere was the vase like shattered on the floor like it had fallen on the floor or like it was just a broken vase in the middle of the I table? I think it was on the floor. Okay. There, Like there was this whole thing. So like, somehow it fell on the floor and right, broke. Even though there was no Logical, reason for it to right. have done so at all. Huh. She had like three things. Well, there was one thing. I, I don't even think she believed. Like someone kept moving her like figures on her desk around so that whatever. Okay. I was like clearly like. One of your coworkers or a cleaning person is right. moving, like right. whatever. But like that, the vase thing, I was like weird. Yeah, that's so. unsettling. Yeah. Well, we have a social media. We uh, sure do. <laughs> it has nothing to do with ghosts. Well, no, right now it kind of does have to do with ghosts because I changed the name. You yes. can go t- on Twitter. You can go to at UFO Podcast today. The F stands for freaky. Aaron's freaked out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, I believe right now it is it's at UFO podcast, but it's unabashedly obsessed. Right, I like that. That was um, good. And then individually, I'm at unabashedly Aaron, and unabashedly Scarin, and I am uh, at unabashed James. And and this month, my UFO, my uh, my Twitter name, my spooky Twitter name is UFO. <laughs> Did you see uh, Emily Cardamus? <laughs> yeah, she was like Emily, but a but witch. A witch. <laughs> Because Emily's not a, not a name that lends itself <laughs> well to being scary. I've seen people who just put like, um, you know, Ghost James. Yeah. Spooky James. 
this end of the Simpsons uh, Trios of Horror Specials, uh-huh. they always change yeah, yeah. Um, the, their names. Well, do they was, reuse them? Uh, I think I think Matt Groening is always Matt Groening. Like he, he, I think there's some people that always use the same yeah. one. Okay, but mostly they change them. Okay. Um. Anyways. Um. So yeah, we have uh, uh, also a Facebook group. Unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed. Uh, you should you should join. You should tell us your ghost encounters or uh-huh. your favorite scary ghost movies or not scary ghost movies. Uh huh. Slash books. We didn't really Slash talk about books. ghost books. Sure. But... I mean, time windows. Yeah. Rock that time windows. Yep. And uh, if you are not a ghost or a robot, we will let you into the uh, the group. If you're a nice ghost, we'll let you in. Sure. Yeah. Prove that you're a nice ghost. Yep. And not a ghost that is mean but trying to trick us. Uh-huh. You can also check out our brand new shiny website, unabashedlyobsessed.com. Absolutely. Looks exactly like it did when it was unabashedlyobsessed.wordpress.com, but now the URL is prettier. It is. And thank goodness, because um, the Great Albums podcast, I guess, just Googled us. So yep. they put, they actually at first had none abashedly obsessed, which I thought was funny because we, we ever. Yeah. So I, I, I got to make that sister act joke again. Right. Um, and so, and Bill wrote me back and was like, uh. Well, I, I've heard that everything you you hear on the internet is true. So, looks like you have uh, some content to make. <laughs> um, so he changed that to. But I was I was happy that like we got that squared away. Yeah, because they linked to us. Um, yep. And thank you to our Patreon donors. Yes, absolutely. For you know financially supporting us so that we were able to do that. We've been wanting to do it for a while and yeah. just putting it off because it costs money. Yeah, and that was I think the first thing that we did with our Patreon money. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, the first thing was we did our first giveaway. Right. We did our first giveaway at the $5 tier. Yeah. And we may have mentioned this tomorrow, last week, but uh, Amity won. Yeah. Um, And we sent her the thing. It's, well, as of tomorrow, we will have sent her that thing because the post office is not open today. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if you want to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash unabashedlyobsessed. We're still doing our year-end giveaway. Any Mm -hmm. tier that you want to join gets you an entry into that um yep. you have to sign up before the end of november to be entered into this giveaway yep yeah so you should join if you want uh that's a great way to support the show but just talking with us on facebook unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed is awesome a, is a great way to yep um we've also never gotten a fan email that's true so i would love if you'd like to be the first fan email write to us at unabashedly obsessed at gmail.com uh-huh um we're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Yep. Rate, review, subscribe. We haven't gotten a new review in a while. So tell a friend. Yeah, absolutely. To come listen to our show. Yeah, definitely. And leave us a review. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen uh, for our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? You can find him uh, and his band on YouTube. They're called A Silent Few. And thank you to the aforementioned Emily But a Witch Cardamus <laughs> for our, <laughs> our cover art. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. Yeah. And, yeah, she has just a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. I think. I believe we're done. I think that's going to do it. Yep. Uh, This has been a very spooky episode of Unabooshedly Obsessed. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies.